Hello and welcome to another episode of Filthy Talk. Uh, this is the second episode. I'm keeping it in the waste feed for now. I will probably get a channel for it um, soon because I think I want to put them out much more frequently than I am. I kind of have a little stack of them. Uh, anyway, for this one, I sat down with a really cool person named Mario Miner, who is the owner of uh, Miner Glitch Electronics. He makes uh, guitar pedals amplifiers and is a really really cool diy uh artist of all kinds the music underneath me right now is his band as the crow flies the track is called hysmb from their album the murder and they're a really cool band they're gonna be at dry fest this year um which we're gonna be releasing the lineup for very soon um and they're going to be there alongside friends of Cesar Romero, who uh, is another really cool native uh, punk band. Um, oh, so I didn't mention that Mario is a Native American um, dude. So he's got a really cool background growing up uh, kind of on reservations. He talks a lot about how his grandmother was kind of, for him, the OG DIY person. Um, so it was really cool to hear how this guy got into um, tinkering with things because it started when he was a kid uh, fixing up toys that his grandma found at the dump. She had a bucket at her house and she cleaned up toys that she found over there. And, you know, sometimes a thing would be missing an arm. So you take an arm from another action figure and stick that on there. Um, and it's really cool because Mario designs his uh, electronics in such a way that they're simple and open uh, because he wants the people that buy them to mess with them, to open it up and be able to see what's going on. So they're really simple. Um, so I love that idea of encouraging uh, tinkering. And of course, I love DIY shit. So, um, and I love music. So Mario and I talked a lot about that. It is really cool. The audio is not great, but again, in the DIY spirit, all I had was my iPhone. My uh, mic setup wasn't really working because uh, I destroyed another SD card. Damn it! Yeah, so that's I just need to go to fucking Walmart or whatever shits. Uh, okay, I've talked enough. Please check out our waste uh, our our website waste-division.org. Uh, check out our Patreon. You can get some shit in the mail. Definitely need to get some uh, as a crow flies stuff to to put in there. Mm. Oh, check out Mario's stuff, uh, Minor Glitch Electronics. Okay, here's Mario, Minor, and me talking about shit. Bye-bye. Uh, that I, that I, what the hell? It was supposed to be like a, like a Bozeman type of group, you know? Like yeah. multiple people from places, and it was like supposed to be like really fucking heavy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just never happened. Everybody just got busy. Oh? Yeah, so. <sighs> yes, yes. Oh, yes. Love me some Howlin' Wolf, man. Out of all of them. Out of all the greats, this guy's my favorite. Oh. He's like the tallest and the scariest looking dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But he was also like the super, like the, the nicest. But he, 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 he'll he stab you real quick if, if he needed to. I don't know who he is. You don't know who Howlin' Wolf is? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Sorry. I don't know either. Just kidding. You, 
No, I was just bullshitting. I'm like a huge Howlin' Wolf fan. We'll, yeah. we'll talk more about it when we get to the unit, man. Because I, like I got uh, records and stuff of like all these like old like oh. great like bluesmen that like yeah, I grew yeah. up with, you know, right. and I grew up listening to and, and digging. But yeah, um, Howlin' Wolf was like one of his biggest like hits was that Smokestack Lightning yeah. song. And um, that's what got me turned on to it. It's just like that intro, just that riff, you know? Yeah, it's just yeah. like one of those like iconic blues riffs. How's that one go? Uh, let's see. I'm not gonna do it with my mouth. That sounds Do it with really your mouth. Bad. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's that? It it's around here somewhere. Um, but uh, this is a good song too. Well, yeah, but he was like fucking six foot seven. You know what I mean? Oh shit, yeah. He was a big. And um, I think he was like over like three hundred pounds, but he was just oh. like stacked. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, he's, he's the kind of like get the business kind of done kind of guy, but also really really cool. Cool. So has that kind of always been your shit? It's pretty bluesy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, ever since I was a kid, you know, I grew up with, like, uh, started with, like, the Motown type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, back in, like, the 60s. Like, um, I don't know, like, this oldies music, and, like, my mm-hmm. parents used to listen to, like, oldie stations on, like, trips and stuff, and so that's kind of what I grew up mm-hmm. listening to until, like, friggin' 1999. Yeah. Uh, uh, my brother gave me two CDs, and no, wasn't my brother. He, my brother gave me one CD, and then my friend gave me another CD. And you know, this is yeah, North Central Montana. Yeah. Very desolate joint. <laughs> I mean, there's you don't have a music scene. You don't yeah. have anything like that. Uh, you know, so so new, these CDs were like fucking. Yeah, cool. dude. There, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have a CD player. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to figure this out. Yeah. I need to do this. And one of them, honest to God, was "Devil Without a Cause" by Kid Rock. Yeah. And then, hell yeah. yeah. And then the other one was that. That's the one I got from my brother because back. In the day, my brother was a huge Kid Rock fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, another one was from my buddy, and it was Country Grammar by Nelly. Uh-huh. And that album oh. fucking kicked ass. Oh, shit. But it was like, what do I listen to first? You know? <laughs> and like growing up, like, you know, like growing like both my brother and my sister were always on to like the darker side of things. Yeah. You know, so I always wanted to be like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, you got a picture of, you know, Kid Rock. I had no fucking clue who the guy was at the time. But, you know, I just had him, like, in his, like, fedora. Hell with, like, yeah. red, you know, like, light shining on him and everything. Or else he had Nelly with his, like, do-rag and his yeah. glasses. And, you know, uh, I was like, fuck it. This is what Moose and Cher would do. So this is what I did. So I went and started off with Kid Rock. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what this is, but I like it. Yeah. And so that kind of started, like... My intro into like di- discovering new music, yeah, you know? and it also really helped because my brother used to be a DJ here in oh, Bozeman okay. over at this uh, radio station called The Peak, yeah, and uh, he also did like a local like radio show yeah. called The Homegrown Show. Oh, cool! 
And when he'd come and visit, sometimes he'd have like boxes of like singles, yeah. you know, that they would have on oh, the shit. radio station. And it would be like, bands, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like all these different bands, you know, and like including like local bands, yeah. And um, so that's kind of where I got into like a lot of like all that crazy. Like I think I got into like typo negative there for a long time, <laughs> you know, and then like. After that, I discovered that there was uh, a music store uh, called Sam Goody in Haver, Montana. Yeah. Which was like 45 miles down the road from Sam Goody, huh? Yeah, dude, I remember back Sam in the Goody. Day, yeah, yeah. You know, and I would go there and. They had one in Haver? Yeah, dude, at the mall. They have yeah. a mall in Haver? Dude, yeah, it's like <laughs> on top of that big old hill, dude. Shit. It's still kicking. Right. I don't know how, but it's still kicking, dude. Haver's Mall is the only one that's like doing <laughs> yeah. well. I think it has like big R now, like that, that oh, like yeah. you know, tractor, like you know, fucking farmer store or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it has that. I think that's what's kind of keeping it alive, because <laughs> that's where uh, Big R went in where Woolworths used to be back yeah. when Woolworth, Woolworths was still a, you know, alive, I guess. What was Woolworths? <laughs> Woolworths was like a general store. Okay. It, it's kind of like Kmart, but, you know, but smaller. Yeah. You know? And it, it's been around for a long time. And I think what made me really happy was in that movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Um, there was a scene where uh, fucking George Clooney's character gets thrown out of that general store and the dude like all crazy looking is like now stay out of the walls <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so it's been around for for a minute but yeah cool unit 28 unit 20 unit 20 how many uh one two three four five Six, wow. Seven, eight, nine, nine, I'd like safely say like maybe around ten. Get out of here. Yeah. There you go. That's that circuit I was telling you. Oh shit. Yeah. See that little board? Yeah. This... That, that's all that's a little fuzz circuit. Oh. Get out of here. Yeah. This is functional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, that's what I wanted to try to test out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so let's see. Uh Okay, this isn't metal, so this won't conduct anything and fuck anything up. Cool. So is this a like a new thing, this particular fuzz circuit? No, that's just an old. It's an old circuit that I was able to find online. Oh. A lot of the stuff that I've that I've done, this stuff that you can just 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 dig up online. Yeah. You know, I mean, as long as you like look for like say if it's like. There's like a patent or something yeah. on it, you know, or you know if, there, if it has a patent number, then of course don't fuck with it. Yeah. Um. But if it doesn't have a patent, you know, um, huh? Then that's where that's where you get like a lot of these other people like creating different, you know, types. It's kind of like, you know, different brands of shoes. Yeah. You know, it's the same shit. You know, it's doing the same fucking thing, but. Somebody else's style, right? Like you got band shoes, you got fucking Converse shoes, you got like you know electro harmonics, fucking Big Muff. You got uh, who else does like a Big Muff? I don't know. All these other people do a bunch of all the crazy. Yeah, things. yeah. But well, yeah, cool. Let's see. Yeah. At least, like, for now, you know, and, like, everybody gets their start somewhere. Yeah. You know? 
Um, <clears throat> fucking. Um, for now, I think I'm just kind of doing like the the clone thing. Are these rattlesnakes? Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh fuck. Yeah, man. That fuck Hank is a fucking. Damn. I haven't seen these before. You haven't? They're awesome. I heard about them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, all minor glitches endorsed by by uh, rattlesnake. Endorsed, huh? <laughs> if that's if that's the technical. Word. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, hey, uh, I'm doing stuff, and I was wondering if you'd be interested in supplying some guitar cables. Okay, don't kill me. I'm <laughs> you know, and homie was just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's your address? And like the next day, he had him in the fucking mail. Get out of here. Yeah. He was good. I think he's going to sponsor a dry fest. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Dude, look at Chicken Chef. What I love about like creating stuff is yeah. that those were bugs. Oh, shit. Those are legit. There's bugs in the system. <laughs> you know? Because the, the, the enamel paint that I use, there's legit, I don't know what it is about the bugs at my house. They love it. Oh. They, so they so, land on there and shit? Yeah. So like when I'm spraying, see, see it kind of has like a... Yeah. That, I don't know. Oh, that's the shit you're talking about. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it still covers it. It just looks yeah. weird. You don't really see it. It you looks know. like it's... Oh. Huh. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of following the shape of that black a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. That's just probably me just being overly critical. No, Because yeah. I'm always... I'm always like it. Yeah, these are awesome, man. Thank you. Super fuzz. Super fuzz. Little... Oh. Yeah, tip of the hat to my buddy Superman. Hell yeah. Superman's cool. Yeah, he's Actually, a nice guy. I like bullshitting with him. I wonder if I could book him for Dreyfest. <laughs> you should give it a go, oh, man. Fucking, uh... What the hell was it? Last time I saw him was at the MSU Powell out here. Oh. Um, he was, uh, I was, like, sitting there at, you know, my little booth or whatever that I put out. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> he just, like, rolls up. And, uh... He's like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? How the hell you been? And then we just sat down and we're bullshitting. And, like, people were, like, coming over and we're like, oh, dude. Oh, man, that's crazy. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. You know? This is, uh, boy. We used to have a carpet in here, like, in this spot, but we got flooded. Oh. So, actually, you know get fucked up at all? Ah, no. Everything was on, um, on wheels and uh, up. Yeah, because we kind of, kind of anticipated it because it happens to us at least like once a year. Yeah. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah. And when the snow's melting or what? Yeah, because like, I don't know what it is about just right here, but when it snows really bad and it fucking like melts and it freezes, we get like snow, like ice up to fucking like, yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it pulls the that oh, yeah. down. Um, so we have to get that like repaired like every year. <laughs> but um, nobody else's. Oh well, I, I take that back. Death Trophy's unit over there gets fucked up real bad because yeah. uh, they're over on that side and the sun comes up from this side, so they're yeah. they all just get oh, fucked. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. How much is the unit over here? Uh, one seventy-five more. Okay. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty steep, but yeah. honestly, like, you know, I got so many different hustles going on that it doesn't 
Right. You know. Well, and you do different shit here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this has been my workshop, like, I don't know how many times. Yeah. You know, it's been a jam spot, then fucking... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a little versatile... Versatile little place, you know? Right. Like you Because you got the heat, and you're, you got the, the electricity and shit like that, you know? So it's nice, and... Of course, you know, you're never really alone for too long because there's so many bands that are, like, <laughs> in here, you know? Just hanging out and shit. Just hanging out, you know? Oh, damn, this guitar. Is this your oh, guitar? Oh, yes, that, that's Howlin' Duke. Can I play with it? Yeah, go for it. It's, it's really hard to play. A lot of people don't know how to play it. But it's just tuned into an open G tuning. And it's hard to play. Just because of like this. It's got a square neck. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Oh, sick. I wonder where the... Oh, shit! Yeah! You do like the lights, man. Yeah. Those lights are awesome. sound the way he did yeah. you know like that's kind of like how I got into a lot of my stuff yeah you know um, with like trying just to figure things out when you you know well, don't have the right stuff you know so I was gonna ask how you got into it so it was like necessity like jerry rigging shit or like what, <laughs> what uh, how I got into all of this if, 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 it, if you want to start from the very beginning yeah was uh my grandma. Oh. Um, I, I guess multiple people in my family uh, do stuff like, you know, my mom, she does a lot of, like, um, craft work. Yeah. You know, she does, like, a lot of beading and right. uh, making, like, dream catchers and stuff like that. And she's the one that makes the dream catchers for, that made those. In the, yeah. And also made the dream catchers for my uh, ammo can amps. Oh, yeah. But, um... Is there, where's the dream catcher on the speaker part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, it's kind of like the grill. And right. that's, uh, it's that's bad not ass. string, it's actually like wire. So, okay. you know, it really holds its own. Yeah, yeah. But, um, hmm. friggin', where it first started was my grandma. Um, oh, shit. Let me close this window, or this door. Yeah, Let's yeah. Ah! My grandma bunny. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. She, um, when I used to go out to her house, um, she would have like a bucket of toys. And I would, I would love going out to her house because she always had this bucket of toys. I knew no clue what they were. They always changed. Um, oh. And I would go out there and I'd play with these toys. And like, you know, one guy would be like missing an arm, you know, <laughs> and then another guy would be missing a leg. But he had both of his arms. Yeah. And so I would like Frankenstein these toys together. Hell. And I was like, you know, like five or six. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, trying to make something that, you know, looked cool. You so know, how that, would you Frankenstein it? Like if it was plastic? If it was plastic. Like, and a lot of, I discovered that a lot of like the toys that were like the same size, they had the same type of like joints. Socket and yeah. sockets and stuff like yeah. that. So I would just like try to muscle it in there, you know? <laughs> And those stuff that I wasn't able to, uh, I would like take home, and then I'd have uh, my mom like super glue it. Yeah, you know, um, cool. Yeah, and then come to find out, the toys that were in that bucket came from the dumps. Oh. Yeah. So she was going over and like picking. looking through, you know, yeah. picking and you know, basically what I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she she would go through and like pick out stuff, and whenever she'd find toys that yeah. you know that she thought were cool, she'd put them in the bucket and like save them for me right. or also other grandkids. Huh. Um, yeah. So that kind of started with that, and then that I took that. You know, that's where the whole idea of like oh. Okay, if this is broke, I can use something else to fix it. Yeah. You know? And so I took that home and, like, you know, throughout my childhood, if something broke and it was a toy that I never played with or something like that, or if, you know, somebody else didn't want, yeah. I would go and, you know, put things together. That eventually right. led to, like, uh, you know, fixing up skateboards. Yeah. And then as I started playing music, you know, oh, okay, well, the neck is broken on this guitar. Right. I don't know how to fix it. But the body's okay, and it's a bolt-on. Yeah. You know, and this is... Fucking bolt-on. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, I was Frankenstein guitars. Yeah, yeah. You know? Huh. And, um... So, yeah, and then eventually, um... You know, I was just like, man, I want to get into the, the whole idea of, like, learning how to build yeah. things from, from scratch. Kind of yeah. was always there, you know, and, um... There's, like, one time, like, I was in school here at MSU, and I was, like, writing a paper... You know, it was for some like intro to psychology papers and yeah. shit like that. But I was like, I had a you know brain fart and I had writer's block and uh, I was just sitting there and it was like a five page paper and I was like probably like a page into it you know and yeah. it was due the next day right <laughs> yeah and so I was like you know I'm a huge procrastinator mm -hmm. not not so much anymore mm -hmm. after starting minor glitch I've mm -hmm. learned not to be you know but um, sure. at the time. And I was like sitting back, and Twyla, my lady, she my was woman. <laughs> my woman. <laughs> she uh, she she was like cleaning up our little study area, you know. And she put this uh, battery-powered amp that I had next to this ammo can that I had been packing around for like five freaking oh. years, you know. And I'm just sitting there, I was like, man, I wish I could build an amp, you know. And here I just it was weird. Uh, I just happened to just like look and she like just put those together you know I didn't say it out loud I was just thinking I don't know it was just like on my mind yeah and she put those together and I was oh. just like oh shit I wonder if there's a way that I can put that into, into that yeah you know and so I you know I looked at it and here I saw the amp and it was uh, like it was a rolling micro cube 
And those things are right. fixed into their enclosures, you know. And so I was just like, ah, I don't have the tools or whatever, whatever. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to look up how to build like a mini amp yeah. or something, you know. And so that's what I did. And um, I wound up like finding the circuit that I wanted to do. And I, you know, I, I had no history in like soldering or... Yeah. You know, all the stuff that I'd done in the past was always just like, you know, hardware stuff, you know, bolting shit onto this and that, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this was like my first like dive into like electronics and right. circuitry and shit like that. And so um, that, my first ammo cane, I think that took me like damn near like two months. Oh, just, no shit. And a lot of it was because I had built up so many barriers that this shit wasn't going to work oh. or, I, you know, it was just fear, yeah. you know, of like failing, oh. you know? And so, and, yeah, I can make one in four hours now, you yeah. know what I mean? But like that time, like there was so much, you know, going on, you yeah. know, it was just like, okay, you know, finally I got to where I, I, I made it, you know, I built it and it was like time to plug it in <laughs> and I, plugged it in and I turned it on and I swear to God it did not work <laughs> I was just like no I'm done I'm through with this and I was literally just like livid pissed like oh you couldn't do this blah 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 yeah. yeah and I just put it aside for like two weeks and I was just like look at it and like fuck you you know what I mean you know and it was just like so much anger and then you know and eventually it turned into like fuck you I won't let you defeat me you know what I mean it kind of started to like you know manifest into something you know and that that resilience and perseverance that I had like you know built up in myself throughout the years started to like come out mm. you know because in the past when I'd like try to fix something of course I never got I mean, stuff right on the first try right you know what I mean and it just like really like set me in my place that first amp mm. set me in my place mm. to like teach me to like pay more attention to what you're doing and here come to find out I just put like a resistor in the wrong spot mm. literally that mm. was it mm. you know and just a quick fix mm -hmm. and then I uh, turned it on and it worked. And but if you're frustrated, you won't. You'll. I. I just thought of this guy. I was looking up how to fix dryers because my dryer wasn't working. Oh yeah, dude. So I looked up on YouTube and um, I found this guy who like he's like I'm dry dryer repair man. He has like a special cool name or whatever. Yeah. But one thing that he said that was really cool as he was doing this thing, uh, fixing the dryer. He's like, now one thing you gotta remember is like you gotta keep your frustration levels low when you're trying to fix something. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Because um, you're really working against yourself yep. when, when you're fixing stuff. And, like, if, if you get to a point where you're frustrated, you're not going to be able to think anymore. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally, like, for the longest time, that's what I battled. Yeah. You know? It was just, like, frustration <coughs> and, like, wanting to get it right, you know? And when you couldn't, all of a sudden, you're like, ah. everything comes down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally, like you get so far. I used to get so far down on myself, and um, yeah, it, it would, it would, and re then I just like realized, like you know, this is really detrimental to like my evolution of like becoming, you know, a business owner yeah. and like a you know creator, you yeah. know, and um, so I. I 
I still have my moments, but it's not as bad as it used to be. You know what I mean? How much is that related? I know you're pretty vocal about like being sober, not drinking. And yeah, drinking and yeah. Is that related, kind of? Or uh, yeah, actually, when I first, um, uh, well, let's go further back. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, minor glitch has been a thing for almost like five years. Oh, okay. You know, right. but since the ammo can. Yeah, since oh, the ammo okay. can. Um, How many of those have you? You sell that shit, right? Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I've, I've lost count. Yeah, really? I feel really terrible, not too many people. Do you remember where that. you lost count? Uh, like 70-something? Get out of here. Know? Yeah, oh, but it's, awesome. you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd say it's, yeah, I don't know, spitball idea, maybe like over 100, only like buck, buck 50, I'd say. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, I have, I have family, it's not like yeah. when everyday thing yeah. you know what i mean right uh most of them are like bills to order you sure. know and like um but like going to school band stuff uh you being have a band dad. yeah as the crow flies yes sir yeah uh i just have a lot of like irons in the fire you know dad you're saying yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um so yeah um but the hell was i saying shoot i totally forgot <laughs> hold on hold on i might have it um. Ah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think this fucking Keith's coffee is like kicking in. Yeah, for me. I'm pretty yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, you're saying to go way back. Oh yeah, go way back. That's where it was. Is that um, it? going way back. Um, see what would happen was, uh, you know, uh, I was drinking really heavily. Yeah. Like a lot. You know, how long is this? Oh, God. You know, it started, you know, I mean, I've been drinking since I was like 17. Right. You know, but like, um, I feel like I, I just started Minor Glitch Electronics and started like kind of getting things, you know, going. And then something, you know, like, a, you know, life happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, something happened that just like punched me in the gut, mm. you know, and then it just, completely knocked the wind out of me yeah and it sent me down like a huge like downward spiral yeah. to where like i was like any basically any sale that i was making for minor glitch for like three years i was using as like you know something to pay for you know my my habits booze, you know, money. booze money and like yeah. cigarette money like yeah. literally like i would smoke like a pack of cigarettes when i was smoking like here at practice oh within like two hours oh shit yeah i was like that was like bad you know and i'd be like drinking out here and yeah. then, like um showing up to like venues and stuff and like you know being that asshole of like where's my drink tickets you know what i mean like yeah. you know um and then of course like whenever i'd make like a sale for minor glitch I'm like yeah let's go and then they just like go downtown and just completely blow it away yeah you know what i mean that's that happened i don't know for like <coughs> for like a good three years Word. you know until uh, one day I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm noticing a lot of like health issues mm-hmm. in my life. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no problem. Fucking calls. The damn calls. Almost on phone things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically like any sale at that time I was making, like a lot of it went to like booze or cigarettes. Right. You know, and, uh, until until like one day I was just like noticing like certain health issues yeah. and stuff and I was just like 
yeah, I really need to cut this shit out. Right. You know, like I got kids and everything yeah. and like, you know, uh, minor glitch wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just kind of like, and then there's like a point in time I was like, man, why is it minor glitch doing anything? I'm doing a lot of cool stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and like realizing that I'm spending all the money to help me move forward, yeah. you know, on, on my habits. So, right. um, yeah, I think it was uh, June 7th, I quit smoking cigarettes of last year. Yeah, yeah. And then July 7th of last year, I quit drinking altogether. Right. So, you know, I'm still less than a year of, uh, you know, being sober and everything, but honestly, I've gotten a lot more done within that short amount of time, you know, less than a year than I have than the last, you know, four, three or four years. Right, right. And I feel like I'm actually like, you know, moving on to the next step of things and like getting noticed by, you know, a lot of like cool, cool folks, including yourself and, you know, and like, you know, uh, Hank from Rattlesnake Cables. Yeah. Uh, He actually just just texted oh. just when you were making that phone call yeah. just texted me we're talking all the time <laughs> but um yeah so you know it's 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 been a struggle though you know yeah, honestly tough. like just quitting everything cold turkey did you, you know? do it cold huh yeah straight up did like, you go for nicorette or anything no. or vaping or no thing no i just straight up just quit because i my mentality is that if you know, you really want to quit something, you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you, or if you really want to do something, you're going to go into it like just full bore. You're going to you do know? it or not. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's either like succeed or fail. Right. You know, that's just, that's just who I am. That's how I've always been. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I was just trying to quit cold turkey and whatnot because I mean, afterwards too, you can be like, if somebody else is like in that position where they're like, I don't think I can do it, you know, like homie. I'm 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 one of the most weak-minded people out there, you know what I mean? And I can do this, and you can too, man. Yeah. You know, like that's that's always been my thing. You know, it's also to be like, um, you know, a little like a symbol of hope, I suppose, yeah. for others. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, that's the whole, I guess, like the main mentality behind minor glitch as yeah. well, and like the hope that I succeed, you know, in what I'm doing. Yeah. And with, you know, how I do things, yeah. you know, like what we were talking about over at Keith's house, you know, I make everything to where you can basically reverse engineer it. To right. Where you can figure it out yourself, you right. know? Well, and that's like pretty much, I was thinking about it, the opposite of ha- where everything else is going as far yeah. as like techie shit, right? Yeah. Like cars are computerized and like you have to send them back to the fucking maker in order to get exactly. fixed sometimes or yeah. computers or like you're saying, even that amp was all enclosed. Yeah. Cube that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the, the micro cube. Yeah. You, like, you pull that open and it's like you're stepping into a whole different dimension, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas, like, uh, with my stuff, you know, I try to do it as easy, uh, you know, as you can do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, the, the, the uh, circuits for my ammo can amps, you know, they only have, like, really seven components. Yeah. You know, and if you take that out, you can look at it and you can do it yourself. You can put that amp into basically anything that you want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> Okay, I want to wait for that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to bring. Okay, so you started kind of, or where did you start? Where did you start putting amps? Like other than uh, the ammo can, where did you go after that? Putting oh, amps dude. in weird shit. I, I dove in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I went with this guy. I think this was like one of the first ones that I. So this is a big skull of a a cow. A cow. Yeah, this is Lazarus. Yeah. Uh, I 
I, I had the idea for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and I was actually, um, I was thinking about doing this like years ago, yeah. but I was just like, I don't know, you know, it was, it'd be too weird. Yeah. You know, I always, always, I always have like barriers, you know, right. I, I put up barriers for myself. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just something I've always done. But after a while, I'll be like thinking about it and thinking about it and I have that moment. And I call it my fuck it moment. Yeah, yeah. Because That's you're great. you're you're literally like at a crossroad, you know, and you're just like, either I can, you know, fail or I can succeed. And my mentality, I always like focus on failing. Uh-huh. And that's in the past, like that used to stop me so many times. Yeah. Until I get to a point where I'm like, fuck it, yeah. you know, and I go forward. And that's exactly what I did with this. Very cool. And. Um, so yeah, I, I had this cow skull sitting around for a long ass time. Yeah. And um, <laughs> finally I was like, fuck it, dude, let's do this. Yeah. Let's get weird, let's get morbid, and let's get crazy. Hell yeah. So basically, yeah, that's what I did, is I got this. Oh, so you could just uh, take it around. Yeah, well, it's, it's attached oh, okay. by, uh, you know, oh, hell yeah. DC connectors. But in the past, like before I put that on there, it was just uh, held on by, uh, I was only powered by a nine volt battery. Oh, okay, so this doesn't have a speaker, right? This is like no, this is an amp. It's head. a head. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, like taking it to like the literal sense of things. You know? I always appreciate a good pun. Yeah, and that's you know, that's just me. That's 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 how I've been. Yeah, fuck it. You can do it. Yeah, but um. Because, like, back in the day, one of my friends used to call me Big Pun. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd always be, you know, joking around like that. Yeah, right? best. But, um, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. I was just, you know, wanted to make an amp head, you know. And at first I wanted to <laughs> sell it, you know, but then after a while I was like, this is too fucking glorious. Yeah. I'm, I'm too selfish, man. Yeah. I gotta keep this in the old, you know, personal stash. That's pretty dope. You could, like, hang that on the yeah. cab or something? Yeah, you could hang that, like, on the wall if you wanted to. Right. You know, well, because well, it lights up, too, yeah. right? Yeah, the eyes light up. Let's see. Yeah, let's see it. Yeah, and you can just plug it or power it by one of these oh. little one-spot things. Really? And then... So, what kind of power does it have? Just a 9-volt. You know? Yeah. And when you turn it on... And then, so sick. Yeah, and then when you turn off the lights, you know, homie, you got the glow. Fucking metal as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Scary as fuck. Plus, I mean, the lights like also shine through like the thin spots of the, the cracks and stuff. Yeah, the cracks are like the skull. Yeah. But... Okay, so wait, that was the first other thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the first other thing. And that one was like disgusting, but it was fun because <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, uh, was there a bunch of shit in there? That you no, I mean it was it was cleaned out. Yeah, yeah it was cleaned out for the most part. Uh, but it's just like when you're taking to bone with like a Dremel tool. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you get like bone dust. Oh yeah. And all that shit. Bone dust. Yeah, bones. <laughs> <laughs> Got you for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, motherfucker, sorry. Uh, no, that's. You know, okay. you you get that going, and then like if you're like not as. <clears throat> 
you know, uh, keen to cutting bone mm -hmm. with a Dremel tool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, you you burn mm. the bone and it stuff like that. And it smells gross, mm -hmm. and you know, you gotta wear a mask and gloves and oh, everything. Yeah. And then like at the end of it, like I had just normal like sweater and yeah, you know, just all normal and everything. Yeah. But at the end of it, I had just like bone dust like all over me. That's sick. You know, I'm always wearing black, <laughs> and yeah. I just got bone dust all over my body, <laughs> and then it just I smell like burnt hair and just grodiness yeah. and you know what I mean death. and yeah just death you know yeah. and then like you're washing your face and you're literally washing away like parts of this fucking cow and it's going in your mouth yeah you know? it's, so, yeah and yeah so that's one of the reasons why I haven't replicated this is because the first time I did it was such a yeah it was weird yeah but you know, I mean, uh, it, it's garnered a lot of attention from a lot of cool folks. You know, yeah. like people have like offered me like like five hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, but I'm just like, no. So that would be worth yeah. five hundred bucks to fucking produce more of those. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, man. That's what the the bucks are for. Is <laughs> the bone, the bone dust and the smoke? <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I remember I was talking to my lady about it and I was just like I don't know if I want to do that again <laughs> you know like cause, yeah I don't know just the whole idea because like, I remember I was like washing my face I took my glasses off yeah. and I was like washing my face I got like right here and I could just feel just like it felt like mud yeah. but it was like yeah. bone that was you know that bone mud yeah bone mud and I was just like <laughs> fuck no <laughs> you know so yeah. so wait was that the last thing that you put weird no I, I got another one yeah. I, I don't have it here. I forgot at my other workspace. Yeah. Because I have a little shack, you know, behind my house. Oh. And uh, that's... Last time I used that was when I tested the first uh, Res Dog okay. Um And that one is a smoke grenade. Um, one of my buddies was, um, was at the, one of the firing ranges up at Fort Harrison for... I think he's in the Army Reserve. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to go up there, like, was like... Like well, I don't know, every other weekend or something like that. Yeah. He had to go out there for uh, training, and they were out on like the firing range, and they were also like throwing smoke grenades. Yeah. And after he tossed this one, he went and picked it up, yeah. and um, he called me up on the phone. And it was just like, dude, I don't know if you can do anything with this, but I would like to see what you could do yeah. if, if it comes to it. And um, yeah, so he gave me this old like smoke grenade canister. How big is it? Uh, Oh gosh, what, what would that be like six, six and a half yeah. or something like that? You know, like just just like a little little itty bitty. It's basically like a pop can. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Right. Yeah, it's basically just like a pop can. And um, I had that sitting around for years. You know, <laughs> and after I did that, you know, I was just like, fuck it. Hell yeah. You know, let's let's try something else. Let's yeah. try something smaller. Right. You know, something harder to work with. Right. And so, yeah, I just, like, popped open. I legit cut it open with a can opener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I read about that. Yeah, I, I, I cut it open with a can opener <laughs> and just popped the top off. And it had a lot of, like insulation in it oh. and uh, which I didn't anticipate yeah. and which was really fucking gross because oh. it was just like I was like 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 a char or oh. something you know and it just smelled really bad yeah. and so I had to have my gloves and <laughs> my mask and, like, it's like, like dirty jobs yeah no shit <laughs> but for like making guitar amps 
<laughs> you know? And, and so, um, yeah, so I cleaned it all out and everything and, you know, cleared it all out and I put the guts of the, this amp inside of it. Yeah. And my wife had, like, this brilliant idea because I was sitting there like, where the hell am I going to put the, um, the on-off switch? Yeah. And she's just like, dude, just put it where the fuse used to be. Yeah. There's already a hole there. Yeah. So basically, I unscrewed the fuse, and then I just put in my little power switch, yeah. and it has like a little red uh, flip oh, cap, flip you know? Cap. So, you know, it kind of added to it, too. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, so it's like a legit, like, smoke grenade canister with a little guitar amp inside of it. And it's it's the same thing as this. It's a, like an amp head. Yeah, yeah. You know, I okay. just kind of wanted... To create something to where, like, if somebody, you know, had it, you know, and they just put it up on, like, their speakers yeah. and, like, have it mic'd up, you know, and, like, people are like, what is that, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, just creating things like that, you know. I love the so. uh, taking, like, bones of old, especially I think about, like, how militarized, like, our society is kind yeah. of and how, like, the military has been, like, a leader in our progress or whatever yeah. in a lot of ways like even with the internet right yep um so then like the idea of just like embracing that and being like fuck yeah this shit's everywhere like here's an amp with that's made out of an ammo can here's yeah a lot of uh a lot of people get like my whole idea behind that confused yeah like because i use uh ammo cans and stuff like that or bullet shells or something you know people think that i'm like pro-gun all this oh. you know? i don't really have well i mean well like i'm not, not necessarily pro-gun but like a huge you know i don't know like, you're fucking into that shit yeah like you know like i'm into like you know you know yeah yeah but really it's just i just think that it's cool yeah you know what i mean like yeah, it's just it's just something that I had at the time, and it's right. just something that's different than a lot of other stuff, you know. And it's just things that were around, right? You know, and just like just adding to the aesthetic, you yeah. Know? So, well, and it's so striking, like a fucking skull with an amp in it. That's all <laughs> lit up and shit. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Okay, so like, uh, what's your what's been after that? Like, what's the next thing you made? Um, after that, I made that guitar. Okay, the, the cigar box Yeah, the guitar? cigar box. That was the, that was the first, uh, like, guitar that I made. And I made cool. a few after that, but, like, that was the first one. Yeah. And, uh, that one was out of just junk parts. Yeah. But literally, if you look at me, it's just a little junker guitar, but, yeah. like, it sounds huge. Yeah. I don't know how I, that I managed gonna, to do that. I think I'll probably include that audio where I was playing it earlier. So yeah. Yeah, it sounds fucking Yeah, awesome. I don't know how I managed to, like, make it sound that massive, like, for what it is. Right. You know, but, like, it's basically, like, the box of it isn't really a plywood. I mean, it isn't a cigar box. It's yeah. just plywood that I had around the house. Yeah. And then the oh, neck, okay. it's a neck through type of thing. Yeah. And uh, that right. from the headstock to the tailpiece, that's one big chunk of wood. Right. And then only thing I really had that I went out that was special was the fretboard, and that's Purple Heart. Okay. And um, the frets on that came from a bass. Oh, yeah. Uh, that my buddy Tanner broke. Oh. And instead of throwing away the, the, the broken bass, yeah. I just kept it around until I finally was building that and I just yanked the frets off of that 
And then did the, you have to cut them down then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to cut them down, file them down. Yeah. I didn't do the best job, but I mean, you know, I'm not a luthier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the tuning pegs up there from uh, a Gibson Les Paul that cool. I still have. That was from my first like electric guitar. Yeah. And then the um, the jack plate down there is from a Schecter Tempest Custom. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you then, talking about? That Just where you're plugging in your guitar there. Oh yeah, yeah, that little uh, jack plate. Okay, uh, that's from a Schecter Tempest Custom. Oh, sure, yeah, uh, the nut is bone. I think it's just cow bone. Yeah. And then the bridge <laughs> there is just an all-thread bolt that I chopped down. Right, right, right. And uh, that piece of leather on the corner there, that's from my mom's old jacket. Yes. From, like, back in the day. Wow. And then that arcade button kill switch, that's from an uh, arcade console. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, dude, that's where I... That's why that felt so familiar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got that from my buddy Ben that runs Snow Day Games. Yeah. Which is like a vintage like game store here okay. in town. And I just came up and I was like, dude, do you have any like old arcade buttons? You yeah. know? And he's like, I don't have any at the store, but I have a friend that does. Yeah. And so, you know, he called me back like a few days later and that's what he had. How'd you know an arcade button would do it? Uh, it's just had like the same um, same system yeah. as like a normal like momentary switch. Uh-huh. You know, just like a single pull, double throw, or single pull, oh, single pull, single throw. Yeah, I think. Hold on. Why am I getting this mixed up? Single pull, single throw. Single pull. Yeah. Single pull, single throw. Final answer. Final answer. I believe. Um, if, if not, if somebody can, if, yeah, somebody can correct me. In the, I'm if sure they do this. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's just a momentary switch. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can find a momentary switch at Ace. You okay. know, but like, I didn't want one that was like, I, I wanted something that was cool. Yeah. That, that represented me. I'm a huge game freak. Oh. And I think incorporating that with my music and my builds and stuff, That's you dope. know, I'm all about that. And there's a light in here? Yeah, not, that little light switch actually came from Ace. Okay. So, yeah, and that was like three bucks. No shit. I mean? So, this whole thing, like, you, you didn't. How much did you have to actually buy? For I think all together, all together was probably like, oh goodness, probably like less than twenty bucks wow. for that. And like, uh, you know, for our band as the Crow Flies, that that basically made us, so that made us recognizable. You know. And oh, so you use it? Yeah, I use this live. That's yeah, like my that's like my shit. main oh, main guitar, other than yeah. you know my other six string. You know, right, like, right. Um, He's got a, you know, I call him Howlin' Duke because, like, you know, growing up, you know, like, you know, being raised, you know, with, like, a Native American background and stuff like that, you know, um, I was always raised to believe that everything has, like, a spirit, you know what I mean? And especially, like, like, building something, like, I felt like I was breathing life into something and so like why not give it a name cool. so that's why I name it Howlin' Duke uh-huh. and um, very cool back in the day when I used to um, before as the crow flies I used to go downtown and bus yeah and um, I'd have Howlin' Duke with me uh-huh. and I had this uh, suitcase bass drum yeah. yeah 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 and I would sit downtown in front of shops and that would be the whole thing, and I was going under the right. the little nickname of Thunder Hawkins. That's awesome. Because uh, my grandma, her last name was Thunderhawk, uh-huh. so that was kind of like a little, you know, yeah, yeah. tip the old hat to my grandma, and cool. just a little play on 
uh, the idea of like old bluesmen having like you know Howlin' Wolf and like Lightning Hopkins. Yeah. So Howlin' Duke and Thunder Hawkins. Oh, very good. So those are like my two favorite like old bluesmen. Cool. Also, but, this is just a drum. Oh yeah, this this side right here is just for show. Yeah. But this side actually came from like an old old drum. Can I fuck with it. Yeah, of course. And then yeah, I just got it on my table saw. Yeah. And just like spun it as I cut it. Well, yeah. it took off all the hardware, spun it. Yeah. It's had like this shell there. Okay. So, yeah. Cheers to Yeah. For real. And then that's just like a. Right. Yeah. It gets the job done. No, you, know, you got your Scarbox guitar. Yeah, that's what I do. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and then there's a little door hinge to hook your your pedal oh. to, so you don't get a, it doesn't get away on you. Right. And as you can see, I only paid. Uh, it says four dollars on it, but at Saks you have a Saturday special yeah. where everything's fifty percent off. Hell yeah! So I paid two dollars for this thing. Yeah. So, and the drum you got where again? Uh, down at Music Villa for yeah. like. I got the whole set for. Like forty bucks. Oh yeah, I think they just wanted to get rid of it. It was like an old like PD. A whole you know? drum set. A whole drum set. Oh. For like forty bucks. Oh, that's cool. And like a six pack of beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I love Music Villa. Yeah. They're like, ah, Mario, you, we've been trying to get rid of this for so long, but we're we're done yeah. trying to get rid of it. You know, it's just taking up space. Do you want it? Yeah, sure. How much do you want for it? Oh, you know, some ridiculously like low price and a six pack of beer. <laughs> you know, that's great. So Music Villa has always been really good to me throughout the past. Cool. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, after after building, you know, like guitars, I built some. I built some guitars for like local folks and yeah. uh, people around the state. And I think I have uh, one of my guitars that I made. His name was uh, the second guitar that I made. His name was Montana Slim. Okay. Um, I gave him to a drummer from one of my bands back when before I was living because I moved away from. Uh, from up north to Nebraska for like five years. Oh. And I had a band down there. Uh -huh. And, um, um, oh gosh, how many years ago was that? Like two or three years ago, uh, I got I got a call from a drummer and he was just like, hey, since I was a groomsman in your wedding, mm. you know, do you want to be a groomsman in mine? Um, of course, you know, one of my homies, hell yeah. yeah, dude, I'd love to. So um, I was living here in Bozeman at that time and they had um, their wedding in Rapid City. Mm. Um, but they were living in Portland. But Rapid City was like the main hub for like all of his family and yeah. all of our friends and everything yeah. from in that area. And um, yeah, so I was a groomsman at his wedding and for his wedding gift, I gave him uh, a guitar. So I knock on the door. Some knock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. so I gave him a, yeah I gave him a guitar for his wedding. Now he lives yeah now he's over in Portland. Uh -huh. Six string guitar like four on no or just, just four, four string yeah yeah I only I like four strings because it makes you think yeah you know what I mean yeah. like that's the whole that's another thing behind minor glitch mm -hmm. is that I wanted to be different and also like make you make you try to redo things you know rethink things you know like with the uh the cigar i mean the well the cigar box style guitars yeah. you know there are only four strings so you have to get creative right you know what i mean and then a lot of them well i didn't start put making them like round necked until like the last one that i made yeah they're always like square necks Oh, okay. So you gotta like figure out how to play them and yeah. stuff like that, and kind of also teaches you to like respect 
the instrument, which goes back to the idea of like everything has a spirit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. But um, the same thing with like my ammo can amps. You know, I mean, they're little itty bitty amps, yeah. but they don't sound like a like a Mesa or some shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to like figure out how to make it sound good. They sound <laughs> gnarly and Yeah, cool. they sound gnarly and yeah. yeah, but like um, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have enough game, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. They don't have this and that, you know, but you can't please everybody. Right, right. So, hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so wait. I'm waiting to get to that pedal in the in the progression here, but you've made so much shit. I know, I know. I was, I was thinking, I was like, we gotta get to the motherfucking res dog. How close are we to the res dog? Yeah, we're ne- we're there now. We're there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's talk about that. That's pretty exciting. Shit. Yeah, the old the old res dog. This is uh. Hold on, let me turn that shit off. Yeah, the the res dog is my take on a. Uh, older circuit, which is a uh, Unibox Super Fuzz circuit, which was I think it originated like back in like like the '60s and like early '70s. Yeah, it's yeah. like an old, it's you know one of the older like fuzz circuits. Which, okay, you know I mean it sounds huge. Yeah, you know it's like a, one of the iconic circuits used throughout like you know music history. I guess I mean one of the main groups. I guess. Uh, that pops up in my head is the Beastie Boys. Oh. Um, that song Sabotage. Yeah. That was used with uh, that, that bass intro. Oh, was, cool. uh, that, that grip that he had was uh, a super fuzz. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is like basically a contemporary version of that. Uh-huh. Um, and um, the, what the heck was it? On this pedal, I instead of having like a little slider switch like the old ones used yeah. to, or as other people that have made these, they have like toggle switches. Uh-huh. I'm more of like the practical guy, mm-hmm. and I put a foot switch on it Ooh. so you can change it on the go, or else use it to your advantage yeah. like on stage right. or in the live setting. Right. Because like, you know, like playing it, oh, I want to hear the other sound bending over right. and then doing that. You have to have a hand free. You know, yeah, yeah, you have to have a hand free, whereas this has like the foot switch, right. and you can just do it as you go. That's cool. You know? And it's kind of cool, like changing from like that really raw fuzz tone that this thing has, and then when it, when you engage the super fuzz, it's like, oh. you know, it's like a big wall of sound. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's the whole idea. Like when I was thinking of like making a fuzz, I was like, I I I, I could do you know a really simple fuzz. Yeah. But. Um, I was like, that's not me though. Right. You know what I mean? I gotta come out swinging. I yeah. gotta come out with something really cool. Yeah. And um, so I looked this up, figured it out. You know, ordered the parts. I didn't have like a pre-made kit right. or anything. Oh. I just like, like looked it up and just like I said, just figured it out and put it together. Yeah. And the first one that I made, which is at the house, um, uh, I plugged it in. Yeah. And you know when. <laughs> the pedal wasn't engaged, it didn't, or I mean, it, it, you know, the signal went through, yeah. but when I turned on the pedal, it didn't work. Uh, and so I was again. just like, again, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh no, and I felt like those old feelings again. <laughs> yeah, dude, and I was like, no, no. Stay calm. Just stop what you're doing, <laughs> take a breath, go outside, walk around, friggin' choke a pillow or something. <laughs> And um, I just like came back, and here come to find out, I just didn't plug something in. Yeah. You know, right. like the like the power lead, I didn't plug it into the right spot, and it was literally like one little 
slot. Yeah. You know. So I ended that, plugged it in the right spot, and it worked. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you take a look at oh, it, shit. you know, it's it's not like one of those, like, fancy-looking-ass, like, boards. You know, yeah. this is just normal, like, perf board. Yeah. And then if you look at that, you know, there's no lines other than just the, you know, just the strips. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... If you take a look at that and then just like follow all these lines to where they need to go, right? You know, you can do this yourself. Wow. You know? And then this little thing is like a um, little trim pot there that not too many people know. I haven't really talked too much about it, mm -hmm. but it's a little trim pot where if you you know engage it fully, you get a full sound. Oh. You can also like draw it back, and it gives you like a sag. Yeah. Type of you know sound like you're you, you're playing through like a dying battery or something. Oh, cool. You know, so you can fuck with. How do you do that? You, you just, just get Allen an Allen wrench, wrench yeah. and then you just like you can just turn it. Cool. Know? So yeah, so there's little 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 Easter eggs and stuff like That's that. That's awesome. You know, I'm 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 totally into that kind of shit. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. You, you think that you you, you you see what you what it is and that's what you think that's uh, that's all you get right, right but then you're like what does this do yeah you know right right There's, so you can put a wrench in there yeah exactly <laughs> right. you know what i mean like it makes you like step outside of like your comfort zone yeah, yeah. and just like you know oh, what does this do blah 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 you right. know and that's it's, super it's a cool, little man. easter egg yeah. you know so so you're like all about encouraging people to fucking get in there and try it out and yep. not gonna break it. Yep. Yeah. And of course, uh, what I tell people is that if you know something is you know died, yeah. you know, or something broke or whatever, just send it back and yeah. we'll fix it together if, right. you, if we can. Right. But if not, you know, just send it back, pay for the shipping, and I'll fix it for free. Yeah. That's just you know, to me, that's just being an honest human being and being right. a good person. Right. You know. So. That's great, man. Yeah. Because, like, you know, when something happens with, like, your gear, you know, and you have to send it back to the manufacturer, there's a point where you're like, oh, shit. You know what they, I mean? They are going to fuck me. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to, like, break down those barriers, and I want to, like, have people feel comfortable with who is making their shit, yeah. you know? And what basically a be, a, be a glitch in the system, <laughs> mm, you know? Mm, That's where minor glitch mm. comes from. And it's all around your name? Part. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, I still get a, some flack because it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's an ER, not an OR. Yeah. It's supposed to be an OR. I'm like, what the fuck is that is my name? That's, you want to fight about it? Come it's on. It's supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, I mean, my mom's a teacher. I grew yeah. up knowing that shit. You know what I mean? You know, she still corrects me to this day. You know, like I, I posted a, a, a status about giving props to one of my friends that really helped me out and I was ready to quit, yeah. you know, and she's like, you put wonder instead of wander <laughs> twice, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, okay. So, you know, having like a grammar coach, yeah. I guess all my life, you know, I know that's, that's supposed to be an or, but it's my last name, you know, it's a play on words, you it's know, it's a pun, it's a pun, Man. exactly. Big pun in the house. What else? Yeah. And you know, um, which is crazy. It's just like, you know, um, Today was, for me especially, was was pretty pretty nuts. Yeah. Because uh, back in the day, I was going to school down in a little town called Shatter, Nebraska. Uh huh. And um, that's because that's where uh, my wife was from. Okay. And um, you know, she didn't have that great of a home life situation. Yeah. And I basically moved down there so I can be like closer to her. Mm. And um, there's just a lot of stuff going on behind you know, the curtain and stuff of my life, mm -hmm. you know, and I was missing a lot of uh, my classes yeah. and stuff. And there's like one moment where 
Um, one of my professors gave me a McDonald's uh, application, basically telling me to give up and all I'm good what? for is working at McDonald's. Yeah, legit. You know, that's that, fucked. That, that is. It's fucked up. Um, that's what he did. And uh, it was in front of like the entire class. What? And it was one of the things that basically led me to just dropping out of that program. Yeah. And um, uh, today, actually, um, he commented on one of uh, the people that bought uh, oh. one of my amps and uh, he gave me props for what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you. But, but you're fuck one of the you reasons. Still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real, like, you're one of the reasons why I'm like I'm pushing so hard is yeah. to prove people wrong. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. Huh. That, that was pretty crazy. Damn. I, yeah, I, he commented on it and I totally forgot about that until like this yeah. morning and I was just like, that motherfucker. <laughs> he's back, man. He's back, you know? And he's yeah. like, he's an old guy now. And, yeah. you know, of course, you don't want to start shit with old people. No. But, yeah, it's always going up against the grain. Yeah. And, like, uh, you know, proving people wrong and pushing yourself, you know, to do something better. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah. So I want to ask you more about, uh, I mean, obviously you talked about how, like, your grandma would, like, fucking go put together or like have this bucket of toys for you and shit yeah and like your new pedal is called the res dog yeah like and obviously talk about with like have these things kind of having soul or like spirit yeah um I wonder if you just like talk more about like kind of native life and that kind of shit like that's something that like we're all kind of I think it's really valuable just to talk about that shit yeah it's like um for me like keeping everything uh, there's a saying that I heard, you know, just, you know, um, don't forget where you come from yeah. because when you do, it's a long road home, Yeah. you know? And so wow. everything that I do, I try to like in my songs, in my builds, you know, I try to incorporate, you know, that, that native lifestyle because a lot of the times I feel like it's overshadowed by a lot of other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, but also like I want to hopefully like you know being a native myself i want to inspire other people um especially like you know the next generation yeah. you know because like growing up where i did you know you didn't have much yeah. you know what i mean like obviously like playing with broken toys yeah. you know because like i didn't have regular toys all the time right you know and um making do with what you have yeah you know and um i feel like you know, I see that a lot with like natives and not just from where I grew up, but all over the place, yeah. you know, all of these different reservations and stuff like, um, especially being a musician and then coming across another native musician, yeah. like you just click, right. you know, because you've most likely went through the same stuff mm. of like, you know, living like, you know, in a, you know, on a reservation or near a reservation or living that lifestyle and experiencing like hate mm. and, you know, racism and stuff like mm. that. And all together, you know, you use that to, you know, that, that helps, I guess, you know, not necessarily helps, but it, you know, um, oh gosh. Yeah. It just, it helps you become like who you are. Yeah. You know, you learn from what happened to you and, you know, stuff like that. Right, right. And, um, you can see it in other people and stuff. And exactly. Right. That's been something I really love about, uh, like, the DIY scene or, like, mm -hmm. the punk scene or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like, we have friends in uh, Rapid City, actually, 
Yeah. Uh, fucking friends of Cesar Romero. Yeah. Who, uh, Johnny was part of the Red Men. Yeah. When you, uh, when we, when we were talking about that at, yeah. uh, the Labor Temple, yeah. and I was just like, what's his name? Yeah. Jimmy? Johnny? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know his name was Johnny. I always knew him as Jay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was just like, when you told me, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. his name is Johnny. It's not Jay. You know? Right. But, um, yeah, he's been a huge, like, m- musical influence. Is like, that right? You know, for me. Yeah. Like, growing up. Because um, when we were talking earlier about my brother bringing um, CDs. Yeah. You know, yeah. to the house. You know, like, one of the CDs that really stuck was... Uh, the Sun of the Morning Star by the Redmen. Oh, yeah. That was huge for me, Fuck you yeah. know, because I never heard any other uh, native, like, punk band or native, like, so that was, they were, like, my, you know, like, first, like, taste of, like, pop punk or, you know, or yeah. punk and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just so happened to be, like, a native band, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, um, so, yeah, so... You know, Jay has been a huge, and I've only met him once, yeah. and it was just like by chance. Yeah, you know, yeah. I never like hung out with him. It was just like because I was, um, uh, I was auditioning for a band for um, you know, these guys that lived in Rapid City. And I was yeah. still living in Nebraska, okay, which was is a town called Shatter, Nebraska, yeah. which is only like an hour and a half south of Rapid City. Okay, and so these guys that are auditioning for they. We're going to school down there as well. One of them, his name was uh, Wes Mitchell. Yeah. And he was a phenomenal drummer. Huh. I mean, I think he's over in like Nashville now. I'm not sure what he's doing. He kind of stays off the internet and yeah. stuff. But um, they used to be in a band called, uh, was it Ladies Buffet? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, <laughs> uh, there were in other bands throughout the years, but uh, I went to try out to play bass for them. And um, we're jamming, and then we stopped to take a little break, and I was, like, smoking a cigarette and whatever, and all of a sudden I hear, Hey, you kids are being too loud! Yeah. And I see, like, this dude, slick hair, you know what I mean, with just, like, shades, Ooh. you know? He looked like a native version of, like, Roy Orbison or something like that, you know, like a Buddy Holly yeah, type, of, yeah. you know what I mean? And I just saw, like, the top, of, like, the top half of his face, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait now. I know that guy. That's funny. That's the dude. Yeah, it's just like, and, you know, it's like, you guys are too loud. And they just like come over there laughing and everything. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, that's Jay. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> Mario, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I, I was like, really, like, you know, I didn't say, it. Yeah, I was like, but I wasn't like, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. you know. I was like, I gotta be cool. Yeah. I gotta be cool, man. <laughs> I gotta be cool as this guy, as, as cool as this guy looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was like, yo, what's up, man? You know? <laughs> so, you know? And, um, yeah, but inside I was just like, oh my god! You know? And yeah, so that was the only time I ever, like, saw or, or met Jay. Yeah. But yeah, it, he happened to live next door to that drummer. Oh. But yeah, he was really cool. He was yeah. a really cool guy. He's red. Yeah, and I've just paid attention to all the stuff that he's done. Um, he does well, good stuff. Yeah, and I think, what the heck was it? I. I, one thing that he did down at uh, in Rapid City recently, I think within the last couple of months, yeah. he played uh, a set under the name was it Richard Valenzuela. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, and but he was like dressed up as like a cowboy, <laughs> and I think he did like country stuff or yeah, something like yeah. that. I, I, from what I gathered, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm always following on like what he's doing. But yeah, they yeah. just had the reunion show for the Redmen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 and did they already have that? I yeah, think, yeah. I think. Because I, I, I don't know. I, oh gosh, I remember I, when I heard first heard about it, I was like, 
I need to go. Yeah. But I'm like, that's Rapid City. Shit. Well, it yeah. wasn't because Nels and I were going to play it. Yeah. Nels heard about it. He's like, oh, we need to see if we can get on that. Yeah. And he assumed it was Rapid City. And so we like signed up for it and they were like down. Yeah. So we're like, all right, sick. But then we come to find out that it was down in California. <laughs> that's where it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we probably can't make it to California <laughs> on a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, and then, oh. Uh, Actually, it's so weird that you know we're talking about this. Is, yeah. uh, a couple nights ago, I was at a show, uh-huh. and the sound guy actually started playing the Red Man, oh, and I was losing my shit. Yeah, yeah. Like there was probably like only like twenty people there, yeah. but I was like legit, like like a Tasmanian devil. Just like <laughs> you need to listen to these guys. You need to. Oh my god! You know, like going to all my friends, and they're yeah. like, you know, like oh wow, this is really cool. You know, I'm like fuck yes, it is. This is the Red Man, dude. You know, and then hearing the sound guy actually was running the sound the last time that they played at the Zebra mm. like fucking forever mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and yeah he picked up their album mm-hmm. there and now, now he plays it at shows very cool yeah so huh. yeah I, was, I went up to him and I was like dude you're the coolest yeah, you yeah. know like these guys and he's like I know I know you've told me this like three times yeah. and I'm like <laughs> but I was always like really fucked up <laughs> 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 no, you know and I think it's the first time that I ever like talked to him and I was like sober yeah. about how much I love that band yeah. and I thanked him for like playing it you know yeah. so yeah and I was like I think that was back on Tuesday yeah yeah, yeah so cool. a couple days ago huh. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's rad. I mean, it's super important to have just, like, basic-ass uh, inspirations like mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. there was that thing when, uh, oh, what was the superhero movie, the black one? Oh, Black Panther? Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pe- black people were talking about how crazy that was. Like, mm-hmm. this is how it feels to be a white person. Like, to see something <laughs> like, that's fucking rad on the screen, and you could be like, I, I'm kind of like them. I can be like that. <laughs> and it's like, there's something similar to that, right? right. It's like... If all you see is like white dudes on stages with guitars, it's like, where is there space from? Or it's like, is this something that I can even do? Yeah. And then like as simple as just putting like having somebody up there and yep. being like, yes, you can do this too. Like I had the same similar background as you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's like a huge thing that that you know the Red Men did for me. You know, because like what I said earlier, like they were like my first like, right. holy shit, this is like an all native fucking punk band, right? You or know, band in general, or just a band in general, yeah. yeah. And it's just like okay, uh, this isn't like you know the, the the bar band that plays down the street at Kennedy's. Right. You know, like this is a legit band going for it. it makes you know? music, and yeah. And yeah, like tours and does yeah. this and that. You know, yeah. I was just like, holy shit. Okay, so if they can do it, I can try this out too. Right. And yeah, so that's what I did. And I remember I was like going to like. Like other you know uh, members of my first band, I was like, we need to we need to get out on the road. Yeah. We need to do this and that, and they didn't want to do that. Yeah. And so right. eventually, like after I graduated high school, I was like, I'm gone. Yeah. And actually, I came to Bozeman and I bought my my first uh, six string electric oh. guitar yeah. here in Bozeman, like right after I graduated high school. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sticking around here. I need to go do something. Yeah, yeah. You know. So even though I didn't haven't toured as extensively as you know jay and all those guys but you know what i mean just getting out yeah. and like experiencing stuff you know and yeah. playing in different areas and whatever you know right. um was like you know you, you trace it back like that was you know, a huge you know first step into things that's super know? cool and uh that's kind of what i want to be with minor glitch to yeah. other like native kids and yeah. native people yeah. you know is like oh shit okay this guy's doing it you yeah. know and he's doing it in such a way where i can do it yeah. too yeah. you know like 
let's let's get it on. You know, there's a um, another guy, like another business guy that has inspired me uh, throughout the last couple of years, and uh, he runs a um, brick and mortar shop mm. out of uh, the public market mm. over at Seattle, okay. and over in Seattle, it's called Eighth Generation, and what he does is he um, goes and he started off, um, I, think, I think he started off like drawing uh, on pictures on shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he, he started doing like traditional and like native inspired um, um, images, like start painting and drawing on shoes and stuff. And yeah. eventually people would like bring him shoes yeah. and then he would just do his thing for a fee. Yeah. And that led into like a huge thing now that he's doing over there and he's uh um kind of like uh bringing in other like native american artists Mm. to um help sell their products in his store right you know it's like a big old like not like a big store but like it's a store with like you know this artist from like over out east or this artist from like arizona or this artist from montana yeah there's a guy from browning i believe yeah uh his name is joe pepion i think that's how you say his last name yeah but um (laughs) yeah he's got some of his artwork and some of his stuff (laughs) over in his shop Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is a really good idea yeah yeah so i think for me like the end goal for me would be to do something like that but eventually i find other like you know have like a my own shop my own music shop yeah you know and like have like other like musicians have like their music there or else have like if i can find there's another guy that i know um He's from Browning, but he lives over in Ohio. Yeah. Oh. And he's a legit, like, uh, electrical engineer. Cool. Like, he designs his own circuits and everything. His name is uh, Mike Trombley. Trombley. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's from Browning, and he runs his own pedal um, business, effects pedal business, called Native Audio. Mm. Right. And, yeah, I, uh, it used to be called Red House Audio. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny. Both me and another guy... Uh, we're talking about him the other day, and um, we 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 found we both found him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was just like the eagle feather fuzz or something like that. And at first, we're just like, "Who's this motherfucker?" You know, and we like go look it up, and it's like a bunch of like native inspired stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody else like oh. do stuff like this, and so I thought it was like some like like non native dude. Oh. You know, like trying to like you know, I'm like, motherfucker, who's this guy? And then here I dig it up I'm like this guy's from motherfucking Brown he's a homie yeah. he's a he's a native dude oh my god you know and so he and I were like just like chit chatting like awesome. a while and like you know we hit it off like what we talked about yeah. you know like coming from like the same like reservation style like background and stuff and right. you know so he he's and I are still shit together like, yeah 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 so yeah but yeah but I kind of wanted minor glitch to be something like what eighth generation is but for like musicians and creative like builders and like diy guys it doesn't have to necessarily just be music stuff you know like just anything that's that's interesting and cool yeah you know and um yeah and it's funny that you bring up rapid city that for me rapid city's like like a main hub Mm. for me because you know i mean it's like i got family from you know my dad's side Oh, dad, that lives down there. And, you know, the reservation where I'm actually enrolled at uh-huh. is in South Dakota. Uh-huh. You know, it's in uh, Eagle Butte, South okay. Dakota. But, um, you know, it just feels like, you know, you got 
multiple reservations there, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, you got Pine Ridge, you got Eagle Butte, you got Rosebud, and you got all these other, like, reservations, and I feel like Rapid City is, like, kind of like the Billings of, like, South Dakota, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, everybody goes there on the weekends yeah. or whatever, they have, like, L&I, which is, uh, what is it, Lakota National, or Lakota Nation Invitational, or something like that. Yeah. I forgot what the acronym stands for, but it's basically like a weekend where you have like all natives like coming in, like kind of like basketball tournaments, yeah. or wrestling tournaments, or like sports stuff, and also you have like fashion shows, Ooh. and sh- native like inspired like music shows, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And like there's a lot of that stuff going on down there, and I was like, man, I'd be really cool to get you know in tune with all of that but have my own you know musical flavor with it you know and actually set up you know set up a shop there you know that's what i would like to do you know and like have do like the eighth generation type of like outline of things you Mm -hmm. know so well it's super important to have like models that you can like copy and steal like shit from like just structural ideas yeah like how to organize your shit or yeah, yeah yeah And that's, you know, I mean, that's everything for me is a learning experience. You know, life is a learning experience. You learn, you know, what not to do from others. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's been a lot of people like in my family, my friends that, uh, that have, you know, done things. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. And there's other people like in my family and friends that have done really cool shit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want to do that. You know, I want to follow in those footsteps, totally. you know, and hopefully, you know, I want to be that guy for other people like native and non-native and you know just creative thinkers right you know and people that you know want to keep that like diy and like you know punk mentality Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um that's just you know that's just me (laughs) there's a kind of therapy with that shit with creating things Mm -hmm. it saved my life yeah really like minor glitch like after i like you know put my foot down and you know got to got to work yeah you know um especially after you know some crazy shit happened yeah you know um building like saved my life because it was therapeutic yeah you know before you know being like a creative person and not having an outlet yes you know like i'm pretty sure that you can relate being a musician you know like if you're like sitting for a while eventually you're just like fuck you know what I, mean? I need to do something i need yeah. to play i need to you know for me it was like i need to build mm-hmm. you know um because like there's just so much going on mm-hmm. in my head and stuff and i like hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and like i was like i was depressed and i was like suicidal mm-hmm. even at times yeah and only time where i was able to just like suppress all of that or just you know like um, at first it started as like suppressing all of it yeah. when I was building uh-huh. but then as I kept on building I started to realize that I'm working through it not suppressing it I'm actually working through right. not only am I like working through what I'm building I'm working through what I was going through yeah, yeah. you know and for me real coming to that realization was friggin huge yeah, you yeah. know and like so yeah so like, how does that come like kind of happen like, whereas when you're not building or whatever and you're, like, all that shit's flying around. Oh, and then yeah. when you go to build and, like, probably has something to do with doing something with your hands. Yeah. And, like, having to be present and, like, think about that. Is there something about being present that, like, closes the faucet a bit on that shit so that you have, like, time and space to think about things or, like, mull over in kind of a bit-by-bit bit way? or uh, the, what's the, the way it works for me is, like, when I'm... Um, when I'm working with my hands like yeah. that, 
you know, I mean, of, of course you have the task at hand yeah. that you're working on, but like usually when I'm working, I'm by myself, yeah. you know? And so that allows me to like reflect on a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, that either that I've done or that, that have happened, mm-hmm. you know, and eventually, you know, I have like this, you know, fuck it attitude. <laughs> like I've, like I've talked about earlier mm-hmm. and I'm not one that is willing to quit you know what I mean and that's not just with like minor glitch that's just with my life Mm. you know and um just like working with it and just like being by myself and just thinking of ways like okay so you feel this way you know you feel depressed Mm -hmm. where does that go back Mm. and the whole time I'm like you know like building or like soldering mm-hmm. or putting things together and but in the back of my mind I'm able to like think about you know where did this start mm-hmm. you know um, okay so how does um, you know start back when you're a kid mm-hmm. you know now that you've found the focal point of this mm-hmm. you know how can you you know work with why it's affecting you mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. type of stuff but like um, when I'm not building it's weird I'm not able to do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm not able to just you know, I'll, I could be by myself, mm-hmm. but I'll just be like thinking of like, I feel like, um, you know, like building and, you know, circuitry, figuring out how mm-hmm. things work. Just it's like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that cognitive like dissonance, yeah. you know what I mean? That just creates like static, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but like, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I'm working, that's able to like open up that faucet of like thinking of, you know, what I was going through, yeah. you know? And, um, you know, eventually it's like, what can I do now that would, you know, um, you know, keep you from, you know, thinking about that, that type of behavior or thinking of that type of, you know, along those lines, yeah, along those lines, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it was, it's just a weird, like coexisting thing, you know, that, that, you know, that happens when I'm only creating or when I'm like building something, you know, but when I'm not like, I'm literally thinking about what I can build next, Right. right. you know, I mean, yeah, it's just what goes on in my head is just always, you know, like so fast. It's always like, I'll I'll be talking to Twyla, you know, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, Oh, but if you, if you do this, it could do this, you know? And then she's like, what are you doing? You know? What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? You know? But yeah, um, you know, it's, and then also like where my workshop is, Mm. you know, like there is a lot of, um, you know, things that, oh God, my mind is slipping right now. I think I'm starting to crash Mm. from, from that Mm. coffee that Keith gave us. Um, the back side, yeah, the dark side, the dark side of the caffeine. you know, there are a lot of like reminders of what happened mm. in my in my shop, in my other shop. Mm. You know, and um, you know, just like little things that would like snap me back to yeah, like yeah. certain parts of my life and whatever. You know, mm. um, mm. uh, so immersing myself in that type of environment where you're constantly being reminded by things. Mm-hmm. At first, it was detrimental to like my mental health, mm-hmm. you know, but then like just I, depressing. Yeah, it was depressing stuff, yeah. you know, but like, like I said, like I'm the kind of guy that would, you know, push through things, you know, yeah. persevere. And I'm very resilient with certain things. And, um, 
I was just like, fuck it. I'm not going to let this environment rule me if I have to be here to succeed in, you know, accomplishing my goal. You know, I have to push through it. You know, I have to see it, you know, because like I said earlier, it's either you succeed or you fail. You know, that's just who I am. And going in there was like, okay, either you're going to succeed or you're going to fail. And for a long time, I felt like I was failing. And that led to like my drinking and Um, stuff like that, you know, until finally I put my foot down again. I'm like, no, I'm going out there. And then um, that's when like when I started to like feel like I was succeeding, you know, and like um, where building became therapeutic. Yeah. You know, well, you're able to integrate those things like reminders or whatever. You be like instead of trying to suppress everything that it reminds you of. Yeah. Like letting it play itself out kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, eventually you you started to work through it rather than just suppressing it, Yeah, you know. And, you know, I still am working through a lot of stuff today, Yeah, you know, and, like, that's just a ever-going thing, you know, with, like, with especially, like, mental health and, you know, uh, experiencing, like, traumatic events, you know. Like, it's just not gone, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, I guarantee probably, like, 20 years from now, something's going to pop up and be like, Yeah. But it's how you work through it, you know, rather than running away from it. Yes. You know, it's either you work through it or else you just suppress it. Right. You know. And it's like a dam that gets built up. Exactly. And then eventually that's when you, that's when, that's what leads to depression, you know, and that's what kills people. Yeah. You know, it's like suppressing things for, you know, ever, you know, up until, honestly, up until I quit drinking and stuff, like that's what I was doing. Mm. It wasn't just things that happened in you know recent past it was everything from when i was a kid mm-hmm. you know um but now yeah, being able to be like sober uh allowed me to like really open my eyes and open my mind mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and see the good in my life mm-hmm. rather than focus on bad mm-hmm. you know which you know has helped me you know create and move on to a lot of things you know because like uh when i first started minor glitch you know i wanted to be like oh i want to build amps i want to build guitars i want to build percussive instruments and i want to build pedals yeah. you know i had like a handful of things yeah you know and um i felt like i wasn't able to like i, I did get the job done yeah. but i wasn't able to get it done as good and as efficient as i am now well and then be, have some left over for to keep going next exactly time, right yeah to keep the keep the uh, business rolling and move on to the next project right yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think that's really cool, man. And it's, I really appreciate you like being one to talk about it and stuff. And yeah. I mean, you know, like how can you work through it if you're not willing to talk about it? Right. Too, you know? Well, that's kind of my whole idea almost with this podcast shit too, yeah. is just like I, so I got divorced last summer. Oh, that was something that was like really fucking shitty. Yeah. Um, and it felt like, in a lot of ways, like, I had been kind of on this, like, track or, like, this boat or something mm-hmm. and going and, like, kind of, like, not really present all the way. Like, yeah. I also had been drinking since I was a kid and smoking since yeah. I was a kid. Not, like, a kid kid, but, like, a teen or whatever. Yeah. At shows and shit, actually. Yeah. But, um, it's, and eventually it just kind of, the bottom fell out of it or, like, the, the bow went down. Yeah. And, like, at that point... I think there's something really cool about failure because it makes you like s- 
step back. And especially if it's a big failure, like you can't really hide from anything. Like it's like, Oh, like if you imagine a building that burned up, it's like, Oh, you can see where the fucking mistake was (laughs) when like in the frame of that, like staircase or whatever the fuck, like when everything is gone, you can kind of like take it apart. Right. And like see like, Oh, this is how like this went together with this. And then how that shit like fucking got whacked out. Yeah. Um, so like I had been drinking for a while too and um, actually just in January stopped for a long time I've been dipping my toe in and that's kind of weird just the other day even like I was at what was it I think a gig and I decided like there's free drinks there so I was like I'll have a beer or two Um, and then all of a sudden like I went somewhere else and like somebody else was drinking there I was kind of like oh fuck it like I've already been drinking so I had like three and I felt shitty I like (laughs) my drinking muscle is like pretty weak right now which I like actually it's been nice to like go back and be like actually I'm not that interested like in that that just like makes me feel dizzy or like even getting hungover feelings after like two beers being like damn like what was like 12 like 8 or 12 beers doing to me when I did that shit (laughs) and I was normal or whatever yeah um and so anyway, it's been, like, kind of disturbing for me to see, like, how in this culture, like, where alcohol is everywhere and, like, it's so high, widely promoted, mm-hmm. like, if you do open the faucet, like, it kind of gushes yeah. the fuck out. And, like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, I had three drinks that made me dizzy and made me feel shitty. Yeah. The one probably would have been fine, yeah. but that's just not how it really goes. That's not and how so it goes. Yeah. I've been thinking about that and wondering... I mean, same thing, like, with uh, nicotine, actually, I quit smoking, too, mm-hmm. and I've been doing, like, those Zen pouches, and those are helpful, and, yeah. like, I have this vape thing, but it's, like, at a certain point, I'm, like, this vape thing makes my mouth feel weird, like, my tongue feels a little raw, or, like, yeah. same with the Zen things, like, my lip will be, and it's kind of, like, you know, maybe you just need to, like, fucking nut up and be, like, this is some bullshit, and, yeah. like, there's not really anything that you can accept out of this, like, yeah. I've been really into this idea of, like, toxicity lately and how, like, toxicity is contagious and, like, propagates itself really quickly. So if there's, like, even just a little, like, bacteria thing that's or mold spore or whatever, it'll fucking bubble out. And, like, I think part of that is because in our culture, like, we're pretty lonely and, like, there's a lot of just fucking whack ripe space for that spore to land and then go, Mm -hmm. right? Like... So you have to be really on guard for that shit. And I don't know. So I'm still kind of toying with like the drinking thing and the smoking thing, but I'm making my way toward being like, I don't think so. And I smoke weed and that seems to be something that's like pretty manageable for me. I probably smoke too much weed, (laughs) but I'd kind of rather be doing that than what I was before. Again, that might be a thing where I'm like trying to sneak something in the back door. (laughs) So I don't know. That's something I'm thinking about, but Um, I think it's really cool to talk about it because, like, especially in our scenes, like, substance abuse is really fucking common and, like, takes a lot of people out. I know. Yeah, it really does. It's taken out a lot of my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's... I mean, we've kind of been talking about this already, but just, like, and I don't know how much more we need to say about it as far as, like this thing with people getting taken out but no it's been striking for me to notice like how like the people that are most important and seem to like have the most to offer and like are the most sensitive and shit yep are also the ones who are like most likely to get fucked over by this shit yeah or put themselves in a position where they are fucked over however you want to put that but 
Yeah, I've seen it countless number of times. Yeah. You know, and, like, I've tried to, like, countless number of times to um, help people get out of that cycle. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, well, it's a toxic cycle, or it's like a feedback loop, speaking of, like, electronics yeah. or whatever. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, people that, I guess it's just, like, people that... I feel like a lot of it has to deal with like pride. Yeah. You know, and like uh, people having like a false sense of like, art. I don't know. Oh, like what they need to be or. Yeah. Like- you know, or else like false idea of like who they need to be, what they need to be, you know, what's cool, what's not cool. Right. You know, and like. You know, for, for when I come in contact with people like that, I'm just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Be who you want to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like if, you know, you're influenced by the people that are around you, you know, because of the decisions that you're making or because of the decisions of what you want to do or what not, what you don't want to do, yeah. fuck them. Yeah, yeah. You know, how many people are on this planet? You know, right. I mean, there's got to be other cool ass people out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's just who I am. You know, that's how I've been. But for me, I've been lucky enough to have, you know, such a tight knit, like, you know, um, connection to like all my friends, mm. you know, here within, especially within like the music scene here in Bozeman, yeah. you know, that, you know, we're able to, I'm able to talk to people yeah. is because like, that's who I am. Like I talk to, like if I'm having problems mm. with, with something, you know, if somebody wants to talk and that are, that's willing to listen, mm. you don't come across that mm. on a daily, you know? Mm. So I take advantage of that. Yeah. Like, okay, you actually, you know, care to listen to what I have to say. Yeah. You know, let's do it. And then, you know, what happens is that when I open up, yeah. they open up about yeah. their stuff too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and eventually, like you're helping each other out. Yeah. You know, so like that, you know, you know that need to help somebody else out, or feeling that you needed to help. It's just things are they get recipro- yeah. reciprocated. You know, yeah, yeah. and like, you know, it eventually makes like your friendship stronger. Yeah. And if you're doing that with multiple people within your scene, eventually like your scene tends to get, you know, would, tends to become more, or gets strengthened, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You know, and what is today? My phone. Because um, I got this done yesterday. Um, you know, it just, it just works well for everybody. Well, and know? it's such a flip. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I like about kind of thinking about systems or whatever. It's like, if you have one system that's making like just shit, like yeah. cranking out a bunch of garbage, no. you can kind of like sometimes or often like find a little like linchpin thing yeah. where you flip it. And like all of a sudden that thing is like a source for good. Yeah. Right. So whereas like, if you're closing down about like shit that you want to talk about, yeah. that could send you in a whole spiral. Or if you go the other, like more likely if you're alone. Yeah. Or you go the other way and like talk to somebody about it. Yeah. You guys are holding each other up. Right. You know what I mean, you're helping build each other up. Right. Right. Know? And like, you know, the whole 27th. Oh, cool. So 26th. Yesterday. Um, that whole idea of like, you know, especially like being, you know, a dude, yeah. you know, the whole idea of like being masculine all the mm-hmm. time, you know, you have to like, you know, hide your feelings. That's how I grew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that fucked me over mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. uh, not knowing how to express your feelings, 
you know, like, and then, like, that eventually, that will lead you down a dark path. Yeah, dude. You know, and, like, how I see my friends and, you know, especially, like, the music scene here in Bozeman, you know, I'm the kind of guy that's, like, always talking, mm. you know, mm. and, like, you know, because... I don't know, people get lost in the whole idea of being like a musician mm. and like being like, you know, you, you cool and cool shit. and like you can't, you know, show people weakness. Mm. You know what I mean? Or else, and there's even some people that see what I do, mm. you know, like being, you know, expressing my feelings and stuff like that. They mm. see that as a weakness. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But that just goes back to like how people are, you know, raised, mm. you know, like, you know, being told to man up mm. and stuff like mm. that. I, to me, that that's a waste of time. No, that's you know when I, mean? I even set that up earlier. Yeah, I didn't mean to. No, I no, 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 no. I didn't even. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, um, you know, but people that take that like very, there's people out there that take that very literal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And if there if there are people that you know I that are still like <laughs> I tend to like stay away from people <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Because I I can't. Obviously, I've expressed my feelings on how it is, yeah. you know, and if they're not willing to, like, see that or respect that, then they're not worth my time, no. because like I said, there's more people out there, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. rather than just these these folks, right. and, you know. And, Don't uh, have time for that shit. Exactly, yeah. you know, like, the, the, we have a very short, in retrospect, we have a very short and limited time, mm. you know, being alive, you know, why spend and why waste so much time trying to impress others mm. on how masculine you are, mm-hmm. you know? know like mm-hmm. just express who you are be fluid about it you mm-hmm. know what i mean Fuck yeah. because eventually like that you know helps you in the long run and it could help somebody else in the long well, run because they see they don't have to fit in these boxes and shit exactly. and like yeah you have to be a glitch in the system yeah you know love it so yeah man like minor glitch just isn't like just a building DIY thing it's like I, I, it's I, like a philosophy project exactly shit. yeah it's I a philosophy it. project you know I'm like it's just it's a state of mind yeah. that I'm trying to instill on other people love you it. know like using you know DIY builds as like you know a therapeutic like release yeah or something you yeah. know or else yeah so. well that's it's so awesome to fucking talk to you because like I was you know I'm always trying to think especially like before I record this like do I have anything I want to ask this person or like need to ask this person and like ever since you started talking at fucking Keith's you're just like talking about all my favorite shit (laughs) like DIY stuff like the idea of like opening things up to let other people in and be like hey like I'm not that special for doing this like and in fact what's cool about this is that you can like tap into it too and like um, that's 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 what it is I mean that's that that brings that strengthens that human connection, mm. you know? Mm. I mean, a lot of this is me trying to, like, connect with others and show other people that they connect, they yes. can connect to. Yeah. You know, like, if they create something that I've built and show to somebody else, right. you know, and that, that, that creates that connection with them. Right. You know, that could start with me. Right. And especially with, like, people, like, you know, and then, like, the native, like, community going back to, like, you know, um, one of the reasons why I started this is to inspire younger people. If there's somebody else that's, you know, younger that does, you know, follow my model mm-hmm. and becomes way more successful mm. than than what I'm doing, mm. to me that is a success. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Hell like yeah. what I've told other people, you know, throughout the whole time I've been doing this is that if I even become a stepping stone to help somebody else yeah. succeed, you know, that's fine. Right. You know, because it's not about for me, it's not about like pride. It's mm. not about being 
rich and famous, you know. It's just about helping other people become something more than what they thought that they could mm-hmm. be. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you know, like if they're like down in the dumps or if they lived a life that they feel they have low self-esteem mm-hmm. and they see something that I've done and realize, like figure out my backstory, mm-hmm. like he started like was some in a similar situation yeah. as I did and yeah. he's doing that. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that person happens to like be very successful in doing the same thing. To me that's great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And like being as like selfless but also like selfless as I possibly can but also you know, it's it's a fine line mm-hmm. I feel. Like being as selfless as you possibly can but also um, taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself to where you can keep going. To, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you know, and if people become, you know, if they have that rival mentality, mm. you know, by doing this, okay, cool. Yeah, you you go do you. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing my stuff over here. I'll you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be here, motherfucker. You know, like I'm not gonna be upset by what you do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I might not talk to you, but I mean that's because of what happened. But you know, it's I'm not gonna be. Like sitting at home, oh, this mofro did this and that and this yeah. and that. No, that's just detrimental to my, right. you know, my evolution and my success. Right. You know, is focusing on negative stuff. I've done that for too mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. growing up, I've done that for too long, and so, yeah, that's that's my idea and that's my mentality behind a lot of the things that I do. Fucking love you it. know, and that's why like if somebody wants to sit down and try to figure out something, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they send me a message like, oh, hey, I want to do this, mm-hmm. you know, can you sh- guide me on how to do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I try to be as, you know, transparent and also as, you know, connectable, I guess, <laughs> with, with people as I possibly can. Be. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like in an industry, like, you know, like, in especially like the music uh, industry, yeah. you know, with like, like you know, music instruments and stuff like that, you know, like what we brushed up on earlier, mm-hmm. like if you break something and you have to send it back to the manufacturer, the first thing that you feel is anxiety and mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. you know, I want to change that. Mm-hmm. I want to be as open and as, you know, inviting as I possibly can yeah. be to people, you know, with, you know, with anything whether that be like the stuff that I've built or the stuff that they need repairs for Mm -hmm. or stuff that they need help with repairing Mm -hmm. you know that they want to do themselves right right. you know because it's all about being human and it's all about having that connection you know yeah so fuck yeah yeah that's my idea behind everything cool man just to be more human yeah that's kind of my shit too yeah Yeah. anything we missed that you want to we plug your shit at the end you're like just to make sure Minor glitch, electronics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Re- I build cool stuff. He does build cool stuff. Yeah. Um. Just I, I have a Facebook, uh, minor glitch electronics, uh, and then I also have an Instagram, that's uh, Mario underscore minor glitch. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's that. Just keep building. Yeah. Right, if you're if you're if you, if you want to make something but you think that you can't do it, just say fuck it. And then figure it out, man. Or shoot I, Mario a message. Or shoot me a message if you need some help. <laughs> man. <laughs> if, if you're a guitar person looking for some gnarly fuzz, check out the soup of fuzz. Actually, yeah. can we try that really fast? Of course. We should probably hear it. No. We've been talking about it. Yeah, I didn't. Let's plug this guy in. 
fuzz. The red dog. Super fuzz. Super fuzz. After partly inspired by Superman, yes, another native dude. Yeah, another native and uh, inspiring native dude. Yeah, and he's a really cool guy. I've I've played shows mm. with him in the past, and I've you know hung out with him in the past. And he's always just a nice dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always really cool, and he's always like interested in what I'm doing, which for me is huge. Mm. You know, like being because I mean I, I remember hearing about Superman. Like in high school, you know, mm. back in like 2000, oh, yeah. like like 2000, like early 2000s, you know, because I graduated high school in 2005. But um, right. you know, people are like, oh, dude, you got the new Superman joint, <laughs> you know, and then here, like, you know, 10, 15 years later, you know, he's like hanging out at my minor glitch table, you know, yeah. and shitting and asking me how I'm doing. You that's know? great. So that's always been really cool. Yeah. yeah. So wait, the super fuzz is which one? Which is oh, that that one? And then you got the snarl, yeah, which is kind of like a more like gritty fuzz. Just riff for days on that thing. I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, and of course, like if you're like in like a Doom like sludge band, yeah. homie, that's that's the way to go. I might have to buy one. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cool, man. Well, thanks for letting us in your brain here. Dude, thank you. Oh yeah, hold on, I'm good. Oh, sorry, I gotta try this guy. Out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. That's one of the reasons why I came out here. This one's like a more of like like a really 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 simple fuzz. Right, right. Because so with the super fuzz, you have to have a whole other kind of circuit for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one has a, a lot more components. Um, let's see here. Hold on. Where the piss? That's... Oh, and you had the bark on there and shit. Yeah. Right. Got the bark, and you got the bark is the volume. The bite is. The oh, okay. Fuzz. Yeah. And then the snarl is the switch between the super fuzz and awesome. The gnarly fuzz. Yeah, and then this one's really just a really simple, simple as hell fuzz. Just like, on off? Yeah, just a volume, uh-huh. you know, and it's oh, only, cool. only has like five components on the circuit. So this is like the, I want to make a video on how to make that one. Yeah. You know, and I don't really want to sell it. I just want to, you know, people to... Like, oh, snap, right. that's a fuzz pedal, right. you know, or that's, that's all you need, <laughs> type of stuff. Oh, maybe. Hold on, I turned the whole amp off. 
But you know what I mean? It's just kind of like a, when you, as a musician, you know, when you see effects pedals, you know, not a lot of people like open them up. Yeah. You know, because they're like, ah, you know, you don't want to. I might, yeah, it's electronics. I might break it. And then you also have the people that like do open them up and they're like, oh my God, yeah. this is what's going on. <laughs> you know, whereas like you see something like this, There's you're like, like four wires in there. Exactly. You know, and you see something like this and you're like, oh shit, yeah. that's all that is. Yeah. You know, that's, that's that. Oh shit. That's all that is. That's, yeah. that's all I want to do. You added a button to that guitar? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Did. Yeah, this is a really stupid, expensive guitar, and I put a <laughs> fucking button in there. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. So... That's that. Of course, this has no enclosure. This is how yeah. I turn it on and turn it off. <laughs> That's your foot switch. <laughs> Let's just flip it upside down. Let's fucking do that. Cool. Well, I like how that sounds through there. I think I can make a video out of that. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm going to turn this shit off. Yeah, let's roll. All right. All right. Ugh. Sorry, it's early. Uh, okay, another episode of Filthy Talk in the books. Thanks for listening. I hope you listen to the whole thing. I think it was a really cool conversation. Um, I hope the audio wasn't intolerable for you. If it is, I guess I'm sorry. I will really try not to just record with an iPhone, but, you know, sometimes you just got to. It would be nice to use these fucking expensive microphones I bought, I guess. That's true. Um, okay, yeah, that was Mar uh, Mario Minor, Minor Glitch Electronics, his band As the Crow Flies. Um, stay tuned for Dry Fest updates. Um, we've got an episode of Waste Books coming out about the Princess Bride. Uh, try to have that out next week. I haven't been great about the weekly thing. It's been more every two weeks, but... Uh, that's what happens when you're kind of poor hustling and you're trying to run a website on the side. So, um, please be patient with us. We'll, we'll try to get on a regular schedule, get the kinks worked out. On the other hand, it is dry fest season. Um, so we're busy with organizing a music festival. Um, so yeah, I'm going to shut up. Here's that tune. Use it in the intro to HYSMB from As the Crow Flies and their album, The Murder. Mm -hmm.